I'm Shannon Bream. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Kennedy, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm Ryan Schmelz. We are just a few hours away from the first GOP primary debate hosted by Fox News, and like many election cycles, voters are focused on their bank accounts. First and foremost, they want concrete plans on how the candidates are going to bring down inflation, because like we said, that's what voters feel day in and day out. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. On election night last year, Fox News voter analysis showed voters overwhelmingly say the economy was their top issue. It'll no doubt be a major talking point at tonight's GOP debate in Milwaukee. But while the candidates will most certainly be critical of President Biden's handling of the economy, can they convince Republican voters they're the best candidate to handle the economy? over the party's current frontrunner. The economy is one of the top issues for most voters, if not the top issue. We're speaking to Fox News correspondent Grady Trimble, who's on the ground in Milwaukee talking to voters. And that's because, you know, we've talked about it a lot over the last uh, year, year and a half. Uh, They feel it every time they go shopping, when they fill up for gas. And we've talked to voters here on the ground in the Milwaukee area. They tell us, you know, every time they go to the grocery store, they notice that they're paying more. Going out to restaurants, they feel like they have less disposable income because all of the necessities that are paying for are eating into that disposable income. Uh, So I think it's hard to underestimate just how important the economy will be in the debate tonight. And that's why I predict that it's going to be an extremely uh, common topic that we're going to hear various plans on from the, the eight candidates on that stage. Right. If you just look at any poll, no matter who it's coming from, usually the poll will have the economy or something related to the economy being the top issue just about any single election cycle. Usually the question is, what's the number two issue, no matter what, you know, is going on in the world at that time. But I think uh, you just mentioned voters right there, Grady. What are they hoping to see when it comes to the economic messaging from these candidates? What's kind of their their what are they looking for? and What do they want to see? I think first and foremost, they want concrete plans on how the candidates are going to bring down inflation, because like we said, that's what voters feel day in and day out. Uh, But a couple of the people that I've talked to have also talked about government spending under the Biden administration. They feel like a lot of his, you know, hallmark Uh, pieces of legislation involve a lot of spending, whether that was the COVID spending or after COVID with the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. They truly believe that that has led to uh, higher prices for them. And uh, they have concerns uh, about that continuing as we deal with, you know, deficits and debts into the future. And then another thing I've heard from voters over and over, you know, we talked about gas prices. They are a little bit concerned Uh, Republican voters in particular concerned about the Biden administration's administration's push for green energy. They feel like maybe now is not the time to be putting all of this money into technology that's not necessarily proven. And they're worried that those policies, if continued, will continue to drive up gas prices. So I think those are some of the points that all of the candidates will be able to hit on tonight. What's going to be interesting to see, though, Ryan, is who stands out on economic messaging, because I think 
most of the candidates are pretty similar on their policy proposals. So it's going to be a matter of, you know, reaching voters in a way that they hear it and they are actually convinced that the candidates uh, are, are going to be able to achieve what they say they're going to be able to. Well, when it comes to standing out, Grady, I think one way that could be an opening for some of these candidates to differentiate themselves from former President Trump could be on that issue of spending and deficits, because even before the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, there was a considerable amount of spending increases that came under the Trump administration, and we did see deficits grow and the national debt grow during the administration. Do we have a gauge that there, this could be a way for candidates to maybe separate themselves from former President Trump and offer a vision there? Yeah, and we hear uh, President Biden regularly attacking former President Trump on that very issue. Of course, President Biden claims that he's reduced the deficit, but largely that's because we've stopped spending on COVID emergency uh, funding. Uh, but yeah, I do think that's an opportunity for the candidates to differentiate themselves. I think uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has offered a, a vision that involves less government spending. I think uh, Vivek Ramaswamy with a business background has talked about that quite a bit. Um, Senator Tim Scott is involved actively in discussions on appropriations on a regular basis on Capitol Hill. Um, you know, so I, I think a lot of the candidates have uh, unique roles that they're currently in uh, that will allow them to talk about economic issues uh, from a different angle than perhaps former President Trump. Another person that comes to mind is uh, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. He's one of the lower polling candidates, but he's talked about balancing the budget, uh, having a surplus in Arkansas and putting that state in a really good position. And I think, you know, from the governors on stage as the chief executives of their state, that will also be a way to say, look, we have a proven track record of balancing our budgets at the state level. We can do that at the federal level as well. Right. And I think, too, when we talk about these candidates, uh, we're talking about a lot of business backgrounds on that stage. Right. Uh, usually when you see a, a list of primary candidates, I think you, you'll usually see a lot of lawyers out there. But going down the list, I believe we have four candidates with business backgrounds. You have Burgum. Uh, you have uh, Haley. I believe Scott's got a, a financial advisory background, I believe. And then you have Ramaswamy, too, who's also got a, a substantial business background. So do you think it's kind of unique? here to see this many business, you know, folks from the business world coming in and getting involved in politics, especially in the Republican Party right now. And on top of the fact that we have former President Trump, who obviously came to fame in the business world. Yeah, probably one of the most famous businessmen of all time uh, in former President Trump. But yeah, I do think that is uh, significant. And I think when you talk to voters, one of the appeals of the former president is that they want uh, someone who's going to run the country like they run a business where you can't be running all of these deficits all the time and running up a debt. Um, and so I think that is an extremely valuable asset that, like you said, a lot of the candidates bring to the table. Um, and whereas before it might have been a unique quality, now it's uh, kind of becoming an expectation for, for voters that there are people who offer a different perspective. I think, you know, being an outsider, uh, not coming from a traditional political background, 
has actually worked really well for certain candidates like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, who you know made his money in the biotech industry. I think his net worth is close to a billion dollars, and he's written a lot about uh, corporations in this country. And as he likes to remind voters, he wrote the book on woke before people were talking about it in the Republican Party. Um, so, and you know, he comes at it from the perspective as someone who was experiencing it in the business world. So, all all of the candidates that you mentioned who have that business background, I think are going to be able to use that as a selling point, as a way to say, we know that spending is out of control and I think uh, we can reel it in. And that's an issue that will really resonate with voters. We have been speaking to Fox News correspondent Grady Trimble, who's joining us from Milwaukee, the home of tonight's Republican primary debate hosted by Fox News. More after this. And is there any any of these candidates proposing a, an economic plan that might stick out that's very unique that we haven't seen before? You know, I think there's a lot of agreement on the economic issues, uh, but to... to point out something that RNC chair Ronna McDaniel said is, you know, of course, we're going to see candidates attacking each other on the stage tonight, but she hopes that uh, their main goal is, this is her quote, beat Biden, that their their disagreements are not, uh, you know, personal attacks, but that the disagreements are on policy. And I think that's the real opportunity here is some of the candidates have put out their economic plans perhaps not in as much detail as voters might like to see. And so this debate is really an opportunity for each candidate to introduce themselves, to position themselves as the person who can bring down inflation, get prices under control, um, you know, make life better for the American people. And, and I really think that's what this debate is going to be helpful for, for each candidate. It could make or break some candidates based on how they're able to flesh out their vision for uh, the American economy. And I think one more thing that stands out, too, is, you know, usually when we're talking about the economy, jobs, jobs, jobs is a thing that 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 is focused on a lot at a lot of these debates. But we're in kind of a unique economy right here where a lot of the problems with the economy are obviously inflation, as we've talked about. But it's really not job availability. That's the problem, because we have so many jobs that are available in the country right now. The issue is finding people to work them. And, and a lot of folks who maybe start a business are having issues hiring people. You know, does this feel like this is a unique economic conversation that these candidates are going to bring, you know, how we're going to bring people back to work and how we're going to lower inflation as opposed to creating jobs? Yeah, it is uh, an unusual juxtaposition because to your point, usually when we're talking about uh, an economy that voters feel is not in good shape, we're talking about high unemployment. The problem here is that real wages over the past year and a half, two years, have not kept up with inflation. So whereas, you know, there are plenty of jobs available, they're not the jobs paying enough to offset inflation. And that's why voters are feeling it. Um, and, and certainly that's a unique uh, scenario that we're in in this case. And by the way, we were at a manufacturing facility in Milwaukee earlier in the week. And that's what the owner and the founder of the company said. He said, we've never had this much trouble finding people uh, to, to work for us. In fact, he said that some employees left his company to find a job closer to home because gas prices were eating away at their budgets. Um, and his big uh, issue was uh, obviously the economy as a whole, but also dealing with uh, the, the skilled worker shortage. And to your point, even though there are plenty of, uh, of jobs available, unemployment 
is low, uh, the, the companies, uh, business owners that we're talking to, feel like there are not enough skilled workers. And in the case of that factory earlier in the week, they were turning to uh, robots because they can't find enough workers. So yeah, it's certainly a very um, unique economic time, and I think that will be uh, part of the conversation tonight. And do we expect, you know, you just mentioned the robots. Could AI be a big part of this too? You know, I'm not sure that's going to be a big part of the debate tonight, but I do think that's going to be a big policy issue going forward on Capitol Hill, um, at the White House. Of course, President Biden has had a, a number of AI executives uh, stop by the White House recently, um, and it's a central part of the writer's strike. So while it might not be a huge topic tonight, we'll see if Brett and Martha ask about it. Maybe it could be, um, but it's certainly going to be a topic going forward. He's Grady Tremble in Milwaukee. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks for your time. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.